glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. We're talking about rightly dividing the Word of Truth, and we're going to deal with several different things as we go along here. They won't always be connected. But now notice here in the 11th chapter of Luke where Jesus is talking to his disciples again. In fact, he's teaching them to pray. This is Luke's account of it. And notice in verse 5, And he said unto them, Which of you shall have a friend, and shall go to him at midnight, and say unto him, Friend, lend me three loaves, for a friend of mine in his journey has come unto me, and I have nothing to set before him. Now, one of the scriptures that most people use to say that you ought to continually pray and continue to pray the same prayer over and over and over until you just wear God out and finally he'll do it just to get rid of you. This is one of the verses or one of the passages of scripture. In fact, I was teaching in a seminar in Little Rock, Arkansas several years ago and a man came by the restaurant and had been in the meeting. He said, now, Brother Caps, I know what you were teaching about prayer, that we ought to pray in faith, believe God, and then you not pray about that thing anymore if you prayed in faith. Talking about the prayer of petition now. And he said, but Jesus said that the man that went for the bread at midnight just kept knocking and just kept knocking and just kept knocking. And he's teaching us to just keep praying and keep praying and keep praying and keep praying. And I said, would you mind turning to that and reading it to me? Well, he said, I don't know where it is, but he said, I know it's in there. I said, well, I just happen to know where it is. you mind if I read it? And did you notice the Bible never did say that he knocked, but everybody says he just kept knocking and kept knocking and kept knocking. But the scripture never said that he knocked. (laughs) Getting quiet in here. Now let's see what he did say. He says, For a friend of mine in his journey has come to me, and I have nothing to set before him. And he from within shall answer and say, Trouble me not, for the door is now shut, and my children are with me in bed. I cannot rise and give thee. I say unto you, though he will not rise and give him because he is his friend, yet because of his importunity he will rise and give him as many as he needeth. Now notice something here. Let's go back and read it again. He says, verse 5, Which of you shall have a friend that shall come unto him at midnight? Now notice this is a question to rightly divide this scripture. In this passage, let's analyze it. He asked them a question. Which of you would have a friend that if you came to him at midnight, and said, a friend of mine's come, and I have some tuna fish, but I don't have any bread. And he would say, no, you ugly thing, you ought to come before I went to bed. I'm not going to give you any bread. (laughs) Which of you would have a friend like that? You wouldn't need any enemies if you had friends like that, would you? (laughs) See, Jesus is asking a question here. Which of you would have a friend like this? Well, the answer is nobody would. You don't need a friend like that. 
Which of you shall have a friend? Shall go to him at midnight and say unto him, Friend, lend me three loaves. For a friend of mine in his journey has come to me and I have nothing. Now the Greek says that different. The Greek says, the interlinear Greek says, that I have not what I am going to set before him. Now you'll notice that as a faith statement. He has come to the man and he said, I don't have what I'm going to feed him. In other words, he's planning on taking it to him from there. Now, can you find any place in this scripture that it said the man knocked? But everybody says he did. Now, the only thing that would even bring any indication of that is on down here where it says, verse 9, I say unto you, ask and it shall be given you, seek and you shall find, knock and it shall be opened unto you. But you see, it never said that this man knocked at all. But so many people read that in there. That he just kept knocking, he kept knocking, he kept knocking, and Jesus is teaching us just keep praying the same prayer over and over and over and over and over and over. Now hold your place right there. We're going to come back to that. Go back to the Matthew, the sixth chapter. You see, you answer the Bible with Bible as much as you can. And most of the time you can. Come back to where Jesus is teaching his disciples to pray. Verse 6, Matthew 6, verse 6. But thou, when thou prayest, enter into thy closet, and when thou shut the door, pray to thy Father which is in secret, and the Father which seeth in secret shall reward thee openly. And when you pray, use not vain repetition as the heathen do, for they think they shall be heard for their much speaking. And then he gives them a model prayer or principles to be used in prayer, and nowhere in his prayer does he ever repeat the same phrase over. I think it's important that we understand this. Don't use vain repetition. Now, I want you to understand what I'm talking about here. I'm talking about the petition of prayer. I'm not talking about intercession. I'm not talking about the prayer of thanksgiving and praise. I'm not talking about praying the Word of God. I'm talking about the petition of prayer where you ask God to do something. Now, the Bible says the prayer of faith shall save the sick and the Lord shall raise them up. Now, if you don't know the will of God, then you can't pray the prayer of faith. It's impossible to. Because to have faith, you would have to know what God's will is. Because God's word is filled with the faith. So if you don't have the word concerning what you're praying about, you can't have faith for it. Not Bible faith. You might have some natural faith, but you couldn't have Bible faith because the promise of whatever you're, let's say it's healing. If you don't have the word of God concerning healing, you couldn't have faith to be healed. So to pray for someone, you know, I've <laughs> Heard people pray, and you know, if you don't know any better, you can't do any better. They pray, Lord, if it be thy will, heal brother so-and-so. Well, now, if you're going to pray over me like that, just forget the prayer. Take me on to the hospital, please. <laughs> because if you don't know the will of God, your prayer is not worth the breath it took to pray it. Now, I hate to be so blunt about it, but I haven't got all night, you know. <laughs> See, here's the thing about it. The faith is in the Word of God. You get the faith from knowing the will of God. So if you don't know the will of God, you can't have the faith of God. 
It's impossible to pray the prayer of faith if you don't know what his will is. And that's important. So Jesus here says, don't use vain repetition. Now, it's like a farmer going out and planting his corn. He goes out and plants corn. He goes out the next morning, and he don't have corn stalk the first. Does he say, well, planting didn't work. We're going to plow it up and plant it over. You could do that 365 days a year, and you never will have a corn crop. You've got to plant it and let it stay planted. Now, let me give you scripture for this. I know it's against the grain, and I know that we've all, I used to believe that way. I was raised in church, and I got these Sunday school ideas, you know, that I was trying to talk God into something that he didn't want me to have. And if I worried him long enough, it's kind of like my parents. He'd finally give it to me just to get rid of me. I found out that is all foolishness. No, that's not the way it works. God's already said yes to all of his promises before you ever ask him. You just must know the promise and have the faith that's in that promise so that when you pray, you believe, you receive. Mark eleven twenty four says, What things soever you desire, when you pray, believe you receive them, and you shall, and you shall have them. Didn't say you had them then, said you shall have them. Believe you receive them. Receive them what? Them things you prayed. So now if you believe you receive them, why would you pray for them in the morning? You already believe you receive them. So don't pray for them in the morning. Get up in the morning and say, Father, now at 9 o'clock yesterday morning, I believe I received. I thank you that my needs are met according to your riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Thank you, Father, that it's done in Jesus' name. You could pray the Word of God over it. You could pray the prayer of thanksgiving and praise. But don't go back with the petition again. You don't have to go but one time. Jesus said, ask and you shall receive. Seek and you shall find. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. Now see, the Bible's the Eastern book, and the Eastern people understand it that you ask once and you receive. Now the problem comes when our Western mind gets a hold of the Amplified Bible and it has a little insertion in there and says, ask and keep on asking. And it's in little brackets. And we think that means it's in the Word of God, but that means it's added by the translator. That's what he thought about it. Now, if it really means that, it says it's in the present imperative and often repeated. Well, it maybe it is. I don't know that much about Greek, but I know one thing. If it is in the present imperative and often repeated, it can't be repeated in this instance. If it does, it violates everything Jesus taught about prayer. If it does mean ask and keep on asking, it'd have to mean receive and keep on receiving every time you ask. Now, we're talking about rightly dividing the word of truth. He's already given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness. Jesus said, all things whatsoever you ask in prayer, believing, you shall receive. Now, that's strong. That's just as strong language you can get Thank you so much for joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Now, our offer this week is DVD video, offer number 7881. It's entitled Scriptural Balance to Hard Sayings, 144-minute DVD for $24 plus $5 postage and handling on scriptural balance to hard sayings. We see scriptures in the Bible that you read it and you think, well, now, wait a minute, that doesn't sound like God. For instance, let me give you an example. 
In Second Samuel 24, it says, And again the anger of the Lord was kindled against Israel, and he moved David against them to say, Go number Israel and Judah. Now this says that God moved David to do that. But in the Hebrew, sometimes there was no verb for the allowing sense, and so it just says God did it. But then when we come to First Chronicles 21, 1, it says, And Satan stood up against Israel and provoked David to number Israel. Now notice, it changed it around. It's given you more light. See, there's always a scriptural balance to hard sayings. And if you don't understand that, you're going to be misled by many things in the Bible because there's some things that you have to study to show yourself approved and find out what it's really saying there. Always back up and take a good look at whatever seems to be saying something that's totally out of God's nature of doing, and God certainly would not have kindled his anger against Israel if he had been the one that moved David to number Israel, but he had told David not to number Israel. So that'll help you understand what we're talking about on this DVD video. 7881 is the offer number, DVD 7881, for a total of $29 that includes postage. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. That's 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Capps reminding you that the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and yes, Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Caps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Capps Ministries and our listeners in this area.